You're listening to the Build Assets Online Podcast. Learn how you You. can build a diverse and sustainable income online from two brothers who actually do it. Now, here are your hosts, Mike and Joe. What's going on, everyone? Joe and Mike back again, buildassetsonline.com. Today, we're going to be going through Flippa, the public sites on there. We're not going to be looking at any of the private sites. And we're going to be checking out some of the e-commerce businesses that they have uh, for sale. And so we're going to be doing this live, and we'll try and describe exactly what we see for the audio listeners only. So uh, first, I just sorted by e-commerce, and then I I want to go to this TurboNeonStore.com. It says it's an auto automotive um, business. It's a dropship site, apparently. It's 18 years old. It's making $239 a month. It's asking a 4.8x um, yearly multiple. Steep. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious about this, Mike. So looking at the revenue, um, I don't know if this is revenue or profit in the revenue. It's kind of confusing. Um, but let's just take it at face value. It's making $239 profit per month. Have you gone to the site itself, Mike? Yes. Okay. Let's uh, let, let me – Go there, or, or should we check out some of the business details first? Whatever you want to do, you're you're driving this presentation, Joe. All right, so let's go to the website. So the first thing I'm seeing is this: this looks like a Yahoo uh, store, um, right? This looks like a definitely not on Shopify. It's on some sort of old um, platform, yeah, like an old school forum from like the early 2000s or something. Yeah, this is weird. Um, it's interesting that it's selling anything to be honest with you um the first thing i'm thinking of when i look at this is like i feel like there's so many auto parts like you have so many categories you have brakes clutch transmission engine exhaust exterior man if this is all drop shipping this would be really really difficult to run um oh yeah this is an absolute mess the only way that i would buy this would be if i was a total car geek and like i knew i dude i hate cars I, you know, some of my friends like to work on cars. To me, it's the most, I, I would rather do anything, anything more than this. Like, ener- okay, so we're looking at the featured products, energy suspension, black shifter, stabilizer, bu- stabilizer bushings. Like, what the hell is that? $16. There's so many little parts and all these things. It's would be an absolute mess to run this. And who wants to sell a $16 item? What could you make on this? I don't also, know. I don't believe. I can't imagine these products have map. Right. Um, actually, I'm kind of searching through. Ooh, they they posted the customers' names. Uh, that's weird. In their order management system, I went to the bottom and clicked on Flippa. Um, it looks like a lot of the orders are not hugely, you know, expensive. I guess people order more than one part. Part, but you know, we're looking three hundred to five hundred dollars. Some, you know, hundred or less per order. Somebody said. Yeah, it looks pretty decent if you look at their order history. I don't know if I would have made the so question is why are they only making $300 a month? Is there marketing costs on that financial statement, Joe? No. So it looks like, you know, for example, in May 2021, they did one, two, three, four, five, six orders. And so how much was, would they say their profit was in, uh, in May? May 2021, they did, they made $366 in may um with how much revenue with a thousand dollars and 43 revenue so they're actually you know operating at a 
pretty good margin, like 30% plus. Yeah, so it leads me to believe they're doing very little marketing or maybe let's 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 look at Ahrefs. Let's see what they have to say and let's see if they're getting any organic traffic uh, cuz I guess that would give us a little bit of an answer. But if it was me and I was going to buy this site and you know I was okay with cars, then I would just you have to be very careful about the ads that you run. So, right. You'd want to stick to the higher priced items. Right. Um, so just real quick, I'm in Ahrefs, their organic traffic seems very bad. Keep in mind, this is an 18 year old website. It's estimating the organic traffic to be 619 visitors a month. Right. Yeah. Sorry. So not- that amount of SKUs for that age, that's not good. And they're asking what, a, a 4.8 multiple? Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? Get <laughs> Honestly, it's pretty interesting, but I just don't see – it actually says that they haven't done any search engine optimization on the uh, on the website. Um, it says that the decline of revenue is from lack of marketing from, from the site owner. Uh, and I'm trying to find on the listing where their traffic comes from, if they're doing any paid traffic. No, no. So right. I'm, looking, I'm looking at it now. Most of their traffic comes from – organic search or direct so you know these are repeat customers mainly or you know from organic search and i would imagine they actually do get a decent amount of or like way more traffic than ahref states because they just have All so the many products tail. yeah yeah they're probably not gonna be ranking for anything that's like ahrefs would be picking up i was gonna say that but thank you for for adding that in yeah because if it's they could be ranking for you know some super long tail thing that a uh, mechanic or car enthusiast might search and there's no volume for it. You know, it's like under 10. And so the Google uh, search estimator index isn't going to pick that up. Ahrefs isn't going to pick it up, but the traffic will come in. So yeah, it's probably a little bit higher. I mean, how high do you think it could be? 2000 a month? That's what it says. It says it's at around 2000. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not going to be, you know, 60,000 a month or something like that. But yeah, you're looking at it, you know, a few, uh, few multiples up from what Ahrefs predicts. So yeah, if you drop me in on the store, I would just look at the highest price items, basically get Google ads going for the highest price items. Also look at the best selling items, obviously, and see what the margin is on those. Um, but also take a look at like repeat customer type things. Again, I don't know about cars, so I, I could sound stupid here, but if you got to buy something to do an oil change, uh, is it like a mechanic? Do you have like mechanics buying from you, like mechanic shops and they're repeat customers and they're buying the same thing over and over again? If that's the case, maybe it is worth selling some some more low ticket items because you know you're going to sell, say, a bunch at once or people, you know, over time are going to have a high uh, customer value. Yeah. So. Mike, I'm looking through here and I see this uh, Boomba throttle body. I have no idea what what this is, but um, I see – I noticed that it's out of stock and I just want to say that uh, you know, out of stock can be a good thing if it's a $5,000 item. But for the items on this website that aren't that expensive, I feel like the stock management and the back order management of this is – I don't know if it's worth it for – you know, for these types of things, I feel like. Well, maybe Boomba is, uh, people will wait for Boomba. 
Maybe, but I searched here. I searched Boomba throttle, throttle body. It has some volume on keywords everywhere. It has 20 month. Um, BoombaRacing.com is a site. So maybe there's some brand loyalty in there. They're only going to, they're going to buy a throttle body. They're only putting Boomba in there. Nothing else. So who knows? And I can imagine with cars, people get pretty finicky. They don't want to put, you know, uh, a shitty, a shitty brand in their car. You know, they're driving down the road. Their, their throttle body falls off or something. Oh, Mike, I just actually, I think I just realized something. This, this is, this is specific to a, a specific t- car, a neon SRT four. Oh, a Dodge neon. I guess so. So I think that actually makes it a little bit more. Right. It's on the top right of the, the website. Yeah. I think that actually makes it a little bit more interesting. That does. That certainly, that certainly makes things interesting. Although this car, according to Wikipedia, was only manufactured between 2003 to 2005. So maybe people have like a passion for it. Um, and I guess they, they, you know, I like, I actually like the fact more that it's niched down and they try and, you know, I guess that's interesting because you probably can't find this stuff in many places. You know what I'm saying? Right. And maybe it leaves some uh, SEO potential as well. Because, I mean, yeah, you know, someone's searching Dodge Neon SRT4, you probably got something they might need. Yeah, it comes with a confidential supplier list. I mean, it's interesting. I have to say it's pretty interesting. I don't know exactly if I would want it, but. One thing I want to mention, though, about that, this site is 18 years old. Mm-hmm. So that was what, 2004? These cars were only manufactured, what did I say? 2000, something to 2005. Right. So they made this website when this, this car was actually out. And now these car, the longer time goes on, these cars are going to become less and less popular because there's only a limited supply. They're not making any more. And you got to think 10 years down the line, there's only going to be less people driving Dodge Neon SRT4s. Yeah. Well, it actually says that the buyers are located all around the world. So, you know, I, I guess I don't, you don't know how much, I guess, yeah, you're right. The number will go down over time, but at the end of the day, you know, I feel like in uh, less, lesser wealthy countries, they do kind of get these cars that, you know, they come over on. I agree. I just pulled up Google trends. Yeah. And it's pitiful (laughs) for this car. Yeah. In terms of interest right now, 2004, you can go all the way back to, back, back to 2004. It was at 100 in terms of interest on a scale of 0 to 100. Uh, by 2005, it was at about a 64, 2006. And now we are at uh, – we're fluctuating between a 1 and a 2. So I think this actually brings us to an interesting uh, point here. You know – there's lots of different ways we, – we just talked about this in an episode we just did about how when you buy a website, you want to buy it and see the growth potential of it and then sell it at its high growth point. The issue with this site is I don't think that it has growth potential. I think the best you're going to do based on what we've talked about is make your money back and then maybe have a little – You know, this is assuming everything goes well, everything goes right, and then maybe, maybe, maybe have a little bit of – you know, monthly income to show for it. But I don't think this website has any growth potential. Therefore, I don't and think for that reason, it. I'm out. 
All right. So I don't know if we, I mean, we're 12 minutes into this. I feel like, I don't know if I want to evaluate a different website, but I, I think we, we found some interesting things about this one and we could, we could do another one in, in a, in a different episode, but yeah, I think this is a good format. Shark, shark tank type, uh, flip a review. Yeah. Is there anything else we could say about this? Like, um, I'm just looking at, I mean, I think just based on the multiple that they want and the Google trend of the, the product itself and the fact that they're only concentrated in that one product, it's like, you are bound to lose. The odds are not in your favor here, despite the fact that they haven't even done um, a lot of marketing around the website. So it's like you could come in and you could do ads and maybe you can get uh, the revenue to go up from that. But again, you should just buy something else like this is not this is not something that's in a uh, sweet spot to perform a successful flip. Yeah, I would just buy something, you know, with growth potential at a lesser multiple. Right. This guy wants a high ass multiple. We've never sold a dropshipping site for 4.8 X. Yeah. This guy wants to sell a dropshipping site that is for car parts for a car that doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> and it, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm out. Very interesting. Um, and I know we'll probably discuss this in a future episode, but uh, this is, this is the thing with Flippa is you get such a, I feel like you could definitely find some really great deals on here. And it's good for selling sites that you may – that don't qualify for some of the higher-end marketplaces. But you get such a mixed bag with what you find on here because anyone can just post anything. And there's like no verification right. or, or whatever. No one evaluates this and says, all right, we want this on our marketplace. This is good. This is bad. Um, so yeah. it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. You know. Exactly. It's, it's the wild, wild west out here. Hopefully this helped you sift through – some of the BS you might encounter when you're trying to buy a website on Flippa. Yeah. All right. So that's it for this one, guys. We're going to do more of these, I think. These have been fun. Uh, buildassetsonline.com slash playbook if you want to know how we build our online asset portfolio. And with that, we got nothing else to say. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Build Assets Online podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget, subscribe, share, and leave us a rating on whatever platform you might be listening from. And if you're ready to learn how to build your own online business portfolio, start now by visiting buildassetsonline.com slash playbook. We'll see you in the next episode.